Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hope you are all enjoying the apocalypse. We are coming to you live from Amazon Presents the Book of Revelation. Uh, joining me, as always, is my co-host, professional musician, and Sam Bankman-Fried's high school bully, Brian Gower. How are we doing, Brian? <laughs> doing all right. Who is that? Sam Bankman-Fried. All right, let's uh, give you a quick... <laughs> Sam Bankman-Fried is crypto guy. Okay. Right? So, uh, crypto... Uh, Pretty much bullshit. Um, and he was doing an exchange FTX. Yeah. And he was just doing all the scams. Mm -hmm. And he's basically kind of like a man child. Um, and everyone grabbed onto this guy. I was like, look what he's doing. Like, isn't this amazing? Yeah, yeah. But he was basically just scamming everyone. Yeah. Um, I don't really have the details because I don't really understand uh, crypto. Crypto. I mean, you know, I have a basic <laughs> grasp of like economics, mm -hmm. but. Crypto just kind of seems like, oh, we just like programmed a computer to do monopoly money. Yeah. And it will just <laughs> keep going up in value for some reason, yeah. even though it's a video game. I, just, I, I'm right there with you. I barely have an understanding of it. There was a podcast where somebody who was like an expert in it or whatever, or claimed to be a little bit more yeah. than the co hosts or the two hosts of the podcast, uh, War Mode. Yeah. Um, so um, Matt McCusker's little brother. His, oh, his really? podcast. Um, they had this guy on and they're seriously trying to talk about it. And the guy would never answer any of their questions ever. That's because they were um, like, because like, they're like, you know, they're kind of blue collar guys. They're like, okay, like construction and, you know, trash truck driver is who yeah. they are. And they're yeah. like, okay, well, you kind of want to understand crypto. And the, and yeah, the guy yeah. would never actually answer them. Well, that that's <laughs> usually a good key. That's a good, a uh, good way to understand if somebody's either like a scam artist is if they're like, just tell you how complicated it is. Yeah. If any, like, cause people love explaining things. Yeah. Like I remember, um, so many people like, like people, you know, not like I'm not hanging out with rocket scientists, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But there's people who like did chemistry or something mm -hmm. and they like, and like, I still wouldn't understand it, but they're like excited to explain it to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, people in finance, uh, are just like, oh yeah, it's just too complicated. And it's like, okay, well, that it's probably just made up. <laughs> you yeah, probably yeah. just, there's probably no way to justify it. Mm -hmm. So that's why you're refusing to, because people who are interested in things, I mean, you know, I've been there where I'm just like literally uh, bending over, like I'm just slamming someone with, someone with information. Yeah, yeah. Before they can even <laughs> grasp it. And we, we, people want to explain things. So when somebody doesn't want to explain something, yeah. Usually, I mean, there's certain instances where it's like, all right, somebody was like traumatized or something. But also with like that, it's like, oh, this is your business. Yeah, yeah. And you can't explain to me <laughs> how your business generates revenue. It's kind of, it's not just a red flag. Mm -hmm. It's a flaming red flag. It's a red flag that is on fire. Yeah. They're telling you that this is bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like, especially explaining something. I guess not, not something. I mean, yeah, it would be something you're passionate about or something that if yeah. you're involved in crypto, sure, I'm sure. But it's like even talking about, and we've mentioned it before. It's like, oh, one time I was watching football at your house, and I was just like, oh, cracking a couple tall boys, and I was like watching football. I've never really seen it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you're explaining it to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, I like, love I'm, explaining like, sports. <laughs> I love explaining like what I understand about the. And like, I'm just like a fucking guy. I'm not even. Yeah. I played like one year of football. I played sports growing up. I don't understand, but I love trying to understand it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I literally listen to podcasts about. Not just like people yelling about football players being mm. this guy's not tough enough, but like I love hearing them explain like, all right, this is the play, this is like the system they're running, this yeah. is what they're trying to do. Mm. Um, I love hearing things be explained that I am yeah. interested in. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. Know. Like you know, things that you're you know you like and passionate about. Like for me, it's like music and musical instruments and stuff like that. Like somebody like say like, why do you why are you ch ch you know cutting your guitar strings and putting new ones on? I'm like, oh, because these are old. Like. Don't you change them when they break? I'm like, no. I mean, you change them when they're old. It's like, how do they get old? And I'm like, all oh, right, it's time for me to explain. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm all like, it's oh, Brian time. and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> and it's time for me going to explain signal chains and amplifiers and all this well, stuff. Well, what's, what what happens with the strings? They just wear down. Yeah, they can get uh, corroded, or they can get like, you know, your fingers are, are nasty. So like, and think about like, yeah. oh, your skin cells on there, sweats and just grease and crap get on there. And then it just, um, can get in the wounds of the strings and kind of gunk it up. So if you have something like, think of a, you know, think of an elastic or like, you know, rubber band and you put shit on it, yeah. it's going to sound different and be uh -huh. dulled. So that could happen with strings. Okay. 
anybody does anybody play with guitar with uh, gloves? Sometimes people play bass with gloves. I've seen that. <laughs> Are they like white <laughs> gloves and shit? <laughs> I've seen guys who have like bass gloves. So like, you know, they kind of, um, you know, protect their fingers. And then also, um, it I, it's just as lame as playing drums with gloves. With dr- mm. you know, drumming with gloves is totally practical and makes sense because you can get blisters. But people will oh, make you, fun of oh, you. Oh yeah, for it. oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be like skateboarding with knee pads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But everyone's like, you should do this. It's like, look, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I look. I'm scared of being hurt, but also I'm more scared of being made fun of. Exactly. I don't want to yeah. get made fun of. <laughs> <laughs> and they have these like. Little things now that everybody just clowns on of like protecting your fingertips of like almost like condoms kind of deal on your fingers so you don't get calluses. Well, you just put condoms on your finger? Not necessarily. It's similar to that where it's like maybe harder, like it's kind of rubber. With is, like, that, is that how guitarists are just like, oh, sorry, after the show they're hooking up with somebody yeah. like, oh, sorry, I used all my condoms on my fingers. <laughs> my fingers. <laughs> I, <don't>, <laughs> <laughs> I have to go raw. I'm sorry. Condoms on their fingers when they're <laughs> finger blasting somebody? No, no, just when they're like playing it. guitar. Yeah. But yeah, so there's all these things. I'm like, oh, I guess that would make sense. So you're not damaging your fingers or hurting or whatever. But it, and then everybody's just like, no, that, that that didn't need to happen. So it's like, oh, you're you know a pussy essentially. It's like, <laughs> like again, skateboarding with knee pads. Like, yeah, that would help if you fall. But I'm like, no, you're gonna look like a dork. Get out of here. Yeah, knee pads do look uh, pretty dorky. Uh, I remember I b- tried to bomb this hill, Oof. no knee pad, and I wore shorts. And I remember, like, when I ate it, obviously, I jump off before, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat it anyway. Yeah. I jump off, fuck it. And then uh, my knees got so fucked up from, mm-hmm. like, hitting the asphalt. And uh, I just remember, like, there's, like, blood and it was, like, oozing. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, wow, dude, this is, like, the most fucked up <laughs> I've ever seen the yeah. human body you know you get really fucked up it starts to, it, like sometimes there's blood and sometimes it's just like oh this mm-hmm. doesn't even look like uh a human body <laughs> yeah it's like wow that's pretty like viscous blood like yeah. it's like oh that's really dark like oh that's a lot of blood oh shit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's just like sometimes uh i remember our friend got a sun blister at summer camp Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking big. Yeah, that it was like, how can the human body do that? This <laughs> makes zero oh, sense. Shit. Wasn't it like on his neck or shoulders? It was on his <laughs> neck, dude. And he had to start wearing a bandana. Oh yeah, God, yeah. I remember that. I'm like, damn, that's you know, he you know, just a really white guy. <laughs> and then the sun yes. is your enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sun will fuck you up. It's a, I'm kind of lucky. I kind of tan a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Pretty like decently, but mm-hmm. I still like put on. Um, I've been wearing this like moisturizer mm-hmm. that has like a little bit of sunscreen on it because my nose is getting like crazy red. I, when we were we you you film me a good bar. Mm-hmm. My nose, I don't know. Somebody was making a joke about like my nose is like bright, like I look like Rudolph. Ah oh, shit! My nose got, and that's why you know you always see like dudes with like all the sunscreen on their nose. Yeah, the zinc. And I never like <laughs> thought of that. I was like, that look, that guy looks like a dork. Why is he doing well, that? Like, oh, that's why he doesn't have like a Rudolph nose like yeah. I do. Yeah. So my my choice of sunglasses is Aviator. You know, because I'm like you know T one thousand. Yeah, so that's my good. Go-to. Because you're an undercover cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and this podcast is a psyop. It's a psyop. <laughs> it's a psyop. Y'all been psyop. And for a while, it was the ones that are like reflective. And yeah. so I think it was at Warp Tour one year, and I didn't put sunscreen on anywhere. So I'm like, but especially not my face. And I'm like, oh, because of the reflective of the sun, you know, sunglasses. It's just my nose and my cheeks. It was just like, like, re- like not only getting the sun, but the sun bouncing off and hitting it. I'm like, oh wow, I just like had the reddest cheeks ever because of the, my fucking sunglasses. Choice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh yeah. You get bad. Like, um, from having things covered up, mm-hmm. you know, like you'll see a chick in a bathing suit mm-hmm. and then, you know, she take and then like, they'll just be like red and then just like white. Yeah. Like, you know, and also like, you know, that's what they get the farmer's tan from. You yeah, know? yeah. You walk around and let me see how mine's, eh, it's not too bad right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just get like, nuked by the sun mm-hmm. also it's funny because my my grandma's like very dark skinned yeah, yeah and she was like one day she went to the beach and somebody's like we well, want sunscreen he's like i don't need sunscreen 
And I guess she was there so long mm-hmm. that she had gotten sunburnt, and she never experienced that before. She's like, <laughs> she's like what is this sensation? She, she just got, yeah. Because <laughs> like, like, I think it's like everyone can actually get sunburnt. It's just their tolerance for it is w- like the darker oh, yeah, yeah, your yeah. skin, the way higher your tolerance for sunburn is. Yeah. I'm uh, at at the moment because I'm you know an indoor indoor kid now. I'm lighter. Latchkey, latchkey kid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm um, half uh, Blackfoot Indian, and so I darken pretty quick. Yeah, and then um, there's some summers that if I like go outside, I'm like, oh man, I you know brown up nicely. And then when I don't put like do that, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be out in the sun all day. I'm like, oh man, I got a little bit of sunburn. And then my buddy Kyle, he's uh, been on the show. He's incredibly you know, white person, Irishman. He's <laughs> he, an Irishman. He will go, go outside for like ten. Sure. If he's like, oh, if I'm no, I'm gonna be outside for fifteen minutes or more. It's like I'm like sunscreen yeah, all over. You have to do it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I never. I yeah, never yeah, do yeah. That. <laughs> that's I mean, that's just kind of what they have to. I mean, because like it's almost like have you ever seen anything in Ireland? It's like it's pretty much always overcast. Yeah, in yeah. England and Ireland and Scotland, <laughs> and so they just. They're not used to it all. We have a buddy who I remember just in high school, his whole idea is like, oh, I'll get tanner faster if I just get a bunch of sunburns. Oh, boy. And then he kept doing it, and his skin was just getting fucked up. He was just red, constantly skin yeah. flaking. I'm like, why did you think that was the best idea? It's like, oh, it's like you're not like trying to cook a steak, and even <laughs> that's not what you're supposed to do. It's supposed to be sometimes slow and low, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not just scorch the shit out of it. Well, I mean, especially because, I mean, I don't know, when my skin mm-hmm. gets tanner, then I'm more resistant to sunburns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But... I mean, also, like, I'm half Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. So if you're just straight up white, the sun is your enemy, dog. The yeah, sun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the sun wants you dead. Yeah. So, um, so you just got to, like, bail on that, you know. Or, I mean, I don't know, like, white, white. You know, like, if you're Italian, okay, Italians are going to, like, they're going to uh, tan yeah, yeah. mostly nicely. Uh, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I also remember one, one time I went to Warp Tour with a buddy. Uh, the, the friend who he was younger than me, or mm-hmm. he still is, uh, he's younger than me, and then he, but he always like drank a lot more than me and like smoked and Dude, like, looks like shit. Did, uh, did a you know, you know, a lot more drugs. So he's like, oh, he's always the party guy. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna smoke a shit ton of weed and drink a bunch more. And so like, I'll yeah. drink you under the table. I'm like, yeah, you probably can't. Yeah. And he's like, super skinny guy, too. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it's like, cause you know, he just would at the, at the time drink a lot more than me. And then he was like, okay, oh, we're going to go to Warp Tour. I'm like, okay, let's go. And so his whole thing was like, all right, I'm going to be, you know, because it's your summertime. He's like, I'm going to be shirtless all day. Uh huh. And he ended up like maybe like several hours into it. He's just like throwing up and he's like laying down. And I'm like, wait, this it's because you got sun poisoned. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So you can, you know, drink a bunch of JMO and fucking toss shit back and like smoke a bunch of weed. But the nature will fuck you up <laughs> you're getting fucked up yeah, on nature. you're very good at like your your body's primarily poison and so fresh air <laughs> and will immediately will kill, kill you. you and he's just like in a trash can throwing up because i've been there where he like him and i drank so much that i'm throwing up he's like oh you're all right buddy you're all right and i'm there like now rubbing his back you're all right buddy the yeah, sun yeah. <laughs> let's put a shirt the on the sun huh? will go down eventually <laughs> i'm like i think he Went there purposely and not put his shirt in his car. I'm like, here, I'll buy you a shirt. Let's yeah, go. I'll yeah, buy let's you go a shirt you from a, shirt. a band. Let's go buy you a shirt from a band you like, yeah. <laughs> so you can cover up your body. <laughs> I mean, a lot of shows, I, I have, they probably do get a lot of merch sales because people either like spill beer on their shirt, they're in a mosh pit, it gets sweaty, it gets ripped or something, or mm. people just go like, yeah, I'm gonna go shirtless. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're not used to being outside a lot, because people yeah. more and more are just inside. Yeah. And so when you really go out and like breathe fresh air, you feel it and the sun does take a toll on you. The mm-hmm. sun does kind of wear you. If you're out in the sun all day, yeah. just being out in the sun all day, if you're not used to it, will wear you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, I think about it, like for my work, I'm in, you know, I work in a warehouse, but it's air conditioned. I'm like, Ooh, I love the, the BTUs just blowing. <laughs> it's like yeah. fucking, you know, uh, people say like, it's kind of cold back here. I'm like, well, it's like we're moving shit around, so we're you know. yeah, yeah. You're, I mean, with the more you're moving, you are like generating body yeah. heat, moving, um, yeah, furniture and lifting boxes and shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, we're heating up. That's why at um, when I worked at comedy clubs. They always put the 
air very low you know they put the ac on very high and people are like oh i'm cold and it's like dude when this room gets packed yeah when the ac breaks down you can feel how hot like it wears people down yeah how much because it's so many people in every comedy club does this they all over they basically they all go pet like every comedy club does this yeah and if uh anyone in you know the fire marshal wants to talk to me guess what I plead the fifth. I'm not snitching on anybody, dude. This is all made up. I just made this shit up. Every comedy club just overfills yeah. the room. There's so much body heat, and people are laughing and kind of moving in their seats. Yeah. And it just and the and the lights on the con, you know, the the lights can also if you're in the lights a little bit, it can like generate this heat. And um, just having so many people in there, you want to blast the AC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you don't ever think about it, but like a lot of times, you just like put. You put a skinny lady under the AC vent. She's like, I'm cold. Mm. So I never even thought about it, but then I started like putting like hefty people. I'm like, all right, this is, I got a spot for you, dog. I got the spot for you. Hey, big, right man, big man. Big I man. Know I, big I, man. And he's all easily he feels the air. He's like, yes. I, yeah, run, yeah. I, run I know you're going to get sweaty, dude. I'm going to look out for you. <laughs> and so you put them under it. And yeah. then it's like, because you, you wouldn't even think about it. Because you don't think about, like, oh, where yeah. are the vents? Yeah. And it's always like some like 105 pound chick who's just like I'm freezing. Yeah, so you're getting the big guy under there. He's like, he's just like, he's like, if you get like a if you get like four like a group of like four big fat guys, you're just like, all right, you, you know where the air vents here. are, so you play some strategically like as a strategy game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, you do that. I mean, also sometimes you have to like see people in certain spots because they're so big. Yeah, like some people were just so big. All right, you got a spot on the couch because we yeah. can't. That that little ass chair is not going to support your ass. <laughs> Not even like fat people. Like just there's some guys who are just like jacked, like yeah. huge guys. Yeah. It's like that chair is gonna, you know, that chair is not gonna stand up to the force of your ass. <laughs> your ass. It will buckle. Uh, yeah. I wanted to talk. Last episode, I went on a rant about not helping people. Yeah. And then I was thinking, like, oh, I've actually been trying to help people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all over the what is my position? What am I even doing here? No, you don't know. Nobody knows. This is good. Keep it keep it all, all no, on my toes. I don't know. I just mean like don't try to help people too much. Yeah. Uh but I don't know. I've just been trying to give younger comics advice. Yeah. And a lot of it is just basically don't fall into resentments against other people. Because it is like a frustrating to see some people uh be rewarded. Yeah, and it's not even sometimes it's they're not you don't think they're funny, or they you you see them not do well, and then also sometimes like they're like a bad person, and they will get things like you know about bad stuff they mm-hmm. did, and they will get things. And I've just been trying to talk to the younger guys about like, all right, dude, look, you're, and I know people will be like, oh, you're just the if you're a if you're like a straight white guy in a lineup, first off, you're not gonna you're not really ticking off any boxes. Yeah. Right, we we don't need you to fill out a lineup so people will get mad at us. So you you know that you you don't get that. Yeah. Um, and just be like, hey man, just don't compare yourself to other people. Don't think about shit like that. Trying to because it's it, yeah. There was one guy, um, and this really bothered me when I was doing stand up. So I started, and then I I got a job at a comedy club, and then I was just kind of doing that club and not really going a lot of other places and kind of like keeping to myself. I had to start driving the owner's daughter, yeah, and that took up my entire Sunday. I would drive her to L.A. to teach a comedy class, and it was just exhausting. Mm-hmm. And also, then I would watch the comedy class, and she would give them very bad advice. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, this is so... I feel so bad just being yeah. a party to this. You yeah. know, like I feel ashamed. <laughs> like you're taking these people's money and then you're like, oh yeah, like you should wear like vampire teeth on stage. I'm like, no, you should definitely not do that. That's not a thing people yeah. would do. Um, and so I I just kind of like closed off myself. Mm-hmm. And there was, there's like one guy in particular that like, it, I, I I wasted so much time thinking about this guy. Yeah, yeah. And everyone would like quote him to me, like quote his advice to me. I'm like, I started before him. Yeah. Which also doesn't really mean a lot. Yeah. But also, this guy was like, God. All right. What am I? I don't want to be too specific. Can you at least say the advice that was poor? No. Well, he's so he told the comics not to date other comics, but 
He fucked every female comic. <laughs> He's like, do He's as I say, not through, as I dude. do. Like, because he wants to fuck more of them. Yeah, he told everyone, don't date comics, and then he would do that. And it's like, okay, so you're just trying to limit your competition. Well, yeah. Which is also, that can be um, a dangerous thing. Yeah. Right? Because if you're both fucked up, and then you're dating, and then uh, maybe you're both, like, toxic or something, and then it's... Nobody wants to deal with your like relationship problems. Yeah. Nobody wants to. People will, but then they'll like feel bad later about it. You know, yeah, like yeah. bringing people and making people pick sides uh, puts people in difficult positions. Then and then people, both of them, won't want to be around you. Yeah. Um. And so that is kind of right. But then also, this guy just like banged every. <laughs> well, maybe because he did it and knew that it was bad. But he kept doing He's it. He's like, well, I have to. I, I, he I literally have to told people that advice while he was between while he was dating. There was like one female comic, and then he was about to date another one, and he gave him that advice. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, so that's that's your advice. Well, it's also like I, but I mean, also they would quote his jokes to me, and I remember oh, all yes. of his jokes were misdirects, uh-huh. and they were all basically that he was like, a lot of his jokes uh, were just like. A misdirect and then I'm gay and like that's the punchline and it was like every joke and I was like man why doesn't everyone why doesn't anyone acknowledge me you know that was my feelings of insecurity and I wasted so much time thinking about this guy and then he just stopped doing it Mm -hmm. and uh, then I was like man I wish I instead of like resenting him or even thinking about him yeah I should have been doing my own thing yeah you know like you can't really expect people to I don't know you you even if you do the right thing in the world, you can't really expect people to like acknowledge it. Yeah. They won't even, you know, no one really gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, Everyone is like involved in their own fucking thing. There's like a thing. Yeah. Too. It's like sometimes like, <clears throat> I think, yeah, maybe like 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit. 10 years ago. Uh, I had uh, some guy saw my band at a bar and he was like, Oh, you know, there's, it was like on a weekday. It's like, there's not a whole lot of people here, but it's like, you guys were really, really good. I think he was just kind of there, you know, just checking out local, yeah, yeah, local yeah. bands. And he was like, you know, older guy, probably 40s, maybe. You know, he's in a, he's in bands and stuff like that. He's like, I've been doing it a long time. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Nice. And he's like, oh, giving, and I'm, you know, just giving him an ear. Yeah. He's telling me, it's like, and now, now he's all like, all right, I'm going to tell you some advice. I'm like, okay. I, just, I thought you just said we were good. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, one thing you need to do is like, advice is like, don't, he's like, don't wear, band shirts on stage i'm like because i think i was you know i was like one of the lead singers of my band and guitarist he's like yeah he's like he's like think about bands that you like like which one of them are wearing other bands t-shirts i'm like i'm like oh i like green day he's like do they wear other bands t-shirts I'm like no he's like okay think about you know famous bands i'm like okay and then like blink or some 41's like they're not wearing other band shirts i'm like oh okay and he's like that's you know because it makes you like you want to be, it, it's, yeah, and then I'm like talking about dress. I'm like I don't think it's really that important. It isn't. I mean I know like a lot of punk bands always wear band shirts. That was like the kind like they always, a lot of yeah. times they wear a band shirt. Um, I don't know. It's the thing like so. There's a rule in movies where you're not supposed to remind someone of a better movie within that movie. Uh huh. Right. Um, so if you like mention like, it, it, you know, the, there's that format of the monkey's paw movie, right? Where you get like wishes, but then the wishes turn out wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to reference the original monkey's paw. You're not supposed to explicitly state it. Mm-hmm. And then that's what he's getting at. But I also don't think anyone truly cares about that. Yeah. And it's kind of like that was advice that somebody gave me. And I'm like, okay, I kind of took it to heart a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I guess you could just wear a black t-shirt. And sure. black jeans. I'm like, that's I, fine. I don't think it matters either way. Like it, it's they might like a cool t shirt you're wearing, but it is a um audio experience. Mm-hmm. It's not primarily a visual experience unless you're like doing crazy shit with your guitar and uh-huh. the, the fucking drummer's flipping, you know, yeah. the, or he's like drumming in a fucking mm-hmm. in you know, in a fucking uh, <clears throat> underwater tank. Yeah. I think we recently in my band or it was last year. My band took like, you know, band photos, mm-hmm. like just for our social media so we can have something on our website too. And um, the drummer and I both just wore just plain colored shirts, not even really thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, he, he just wore a black shirt. He wore a gray shirt. And then uh, the singer and guitarist, he wore like a rancid shirt because I think yeah. he just saw them. He's like, oh, cool. I'm just wearing a shirt. I like the shirt. Just got it. Da-da-da. 
And then we were trying to get like some type of manager or whatever. They were in, in talks with the guy. And then mm-hmm. it was just like, okay. And he really like, am I like, he kind of at a certain point, like he, we never gave him money or anything, but he was kind of like, all right, first step to kind of like representing you guys. We need new photos. I'm like, like, can't you get us shows? That's kind of what we want. He's like, oh, we need new photos. I'm like, okay. Cause he's like, okay, what's the matter with the ones that we have? He's like, uh, you know, you know, Adam shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be wearing a, you know, a band shirt that looks unprofessional. I think he was wearing a band shirt and he had like, like a whole, like some like Hawaii or whatever hat on. He's like, yeah, no, that's like bad look. And then like <laughs> Adam was pissed. He's like, what the fuck? Like, that's your criticism. It's like, yeah, can't yeah. you, what about our music? Can't you get our shows? Like you, we're good live. We're good songwriters. You care about my goddamn shirt. And then and anyways, and then the guy ended up, he's like, I can't really, like, what about a logo? And I'm like, okay, what about shows? Yeah, Not, yeah. You fucking asshole. We want shows. And then we ended up fucking off. Well, that's what I've, I've talked with a lot of my friends who have agents or managers mm-hmm. and they're like, they don't actually do that much for you. Yeah. I've talked with actors about this. They always want you to get new headshots. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well that costs a lot of money, but you're not really getting me yeah. any gigs. And, but it is important to just have a manager or have an agent yeah, 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 that yeah. itself this is a thing I've been coming to grips with is that perception is reality yeah. in the world, like business, right? So crypto is valuable because a bunch of people think it's valuable. And then they find out it's not, and it fucking plummets. Yeah. And now you get hit up on uh, Instagram by crypto fucking bots. <laughs> Be like, I like your profile. A lot of cool stuff. Do you want to invest in crypto? <laughs> Why would I want to invest in crypto now? Yeah. Everyone has seen how worthless it is, you fucking jackass. <laughs> I have a friend who's still like flying that flag for crypto. I'm sorry, he's a, it's not a currency. I've fucking read and I don't understand the whole thing. It's really a unregistered security. Yeah. It's not like a currency. You can't currencies generally are either gold or they come from a government. Yeah, and it was something because I think crypto had gone up and it was slightly going down. He posted something on Facebook. And then I think I want to say I started the the joke of like, hey, you know, just invest, you know, sell it and get gold instead. Yeah. And everybody's like, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. If you're up a little bit on crypto, get rid of it and get gold. Yeah. And so I think he had like maybe 40 or 50 comments. Everybody just telling him to get gold. He's like, fuck off, everybody. Crypto's doing good. <laughs> it was like a repeat from like two or three year, yeah. years ago from Facebook memories. And, and everybody's like, Oh, this pops up. I was like, did you ever get gold? He's like, no. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it probably would have been a good idea to get gold. Or like land. <laughs> like, th- I think this is the thing is that value is based on perception. But once that perception, that once that bubble is burst, yeah. there's no like limit to how far it can drop. Got it. Right. So it's basically, they call it, was it fiat currency, uh-huh. which is just like, all right, this is worth something because we believe in it. And that's like paper money. Mm-hmm. But the paper money is backed by. Our dollars backed by the United States government, yeah, yeah. which is the richest, one of the most powerful nations that has ever existed up until very recently. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's backed by a country. Like crypto is backed by a blockchain, which yeah. is an algorithm that keeps track of all the transactions. Also, I don't want you monitoring all my. I don't want somebody to be able to dive into the code and see how much money I spent on phone sex. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> That's just keep everything cash so we yeah. can just <laughs> just cash. have a a little bit of privacy. Mm-hmm. You know that that's the thing. It's like they invent things that no one really needs and maybe people kind of want it, but it's, there's not Mm. a need there. They just invent some shit and go, this is like the best shit ever, dude. And then when like, you know, Tesla's, yeah. We got to have a fucking, ooh, and then it lights on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then the battery dies after 10 years, and you can't resell the car because it'd have to go to Africa to a lithium mine and get a brand new fucking battery, and that costs probably more than the rest of the car combined. And then what you're saving on like emissions and you know fossil fuels and stuff like that, you're doing so much damage with that fucking battery. <laughs> with the with the battery and also where it, does electricity come from? And it's just does electricity come from a magical electricity wizard who's yeah. just doing spells and be like, Oh, you get to have electricity and you <laughs> get to have electricity. It, was like, it comes from a power plant, which is also burning fucking coal and oil and shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's also, and there was like a, I think a funny like meme or post or whatever where somebody's like, oh, I'm charging my Tesla with a gas powered generator. <laughs> <laughs> i've got infinite power glug, 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 glug. Yeah. but um i mean really what we need and this is before i get assassinated by the government just fucking hydrogen cars we have that technology mm-hmm. it's just the oil companies will never let us have it yeah even though it is better uh-huh. we just have a hydrogen car and they're like no no no. if anyone you can drive a hydrogen car but if you try to like spread it yeah you're gonna wind up killing yourself with two bullets to the head <laughs> Man, you kill yourself with two bullets to the head, you must be really depressed. <laughs> Fastest hands in the West. Fastest hands in the West. <laughs> but it's like you got to invest instead of in crypto. Uh, what was it? Silver, salt, and bullets. That's what you should invest in. <laughs> Land. Land, no property. You got to buy... Honestly, I think property is usually, I and mean, also no one can buy property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there property was a- is the most valuable thing because there is always there's never more land, mm-hmm. but there are always more people. Yeah, and that's why they can jack up the rent every fucking year, even though people can't afford to have the rent jacked mm-hmm. up every year. Yeah, because they're not paying people any more than they used to, but everything costs more. Yeah. Yeah, everything's going up. And I think about like, oh, the money that I make now, if I would have made that like 10 or 15 years ago, I'd be like, oh man, I'd be fucking high on the hog. But now I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, those but, are people like, I hate it when boomers go like, well, you know, it used to be this much. It's like, okay, well, do you understand that value is relative? It's like you make this much, but you don't make this much and then everything costs the same. Yeah. Everything costs way more and your wages have not adjusted for inflation mm-hmm. of the costs of things. Yeah. But they go, oh, you just, that's actually because you're lazy. <laughs> that's because you're lazy and you kids are gay. <laughs> and you're just, you're doing, just, you all got participation trophies. Because you're all doing TikToks all you're day. You're doing the TikToks. Uh, I, um, I want to say about this, because I remember getting participation trophies and yeah, they yeah. never made me feel good. Like, because my brothers were good at, like my, my dad plays sports. He, he won real trophies. My brothers yeah. were, and I got participation trophies, and I was kind of, I was like, yeah, I don't care about this. Like, they never made me feel good. If anything, it was condescending. Yeah. I was like, fuck you, man. I don't want, this. like, yeah. now it's just like they're going to, now I just have, a, a like, a toy that I can't play with. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. I know that I've, I know that I didn't win. I w- also, I want to win bad. Yeah. Like, it's bad where I've had to, like, take time off to be like, all right, you got to reel it in. You mm. can't lose your mind in a pickup basketball game. You know, you can't. <laughs> can't lose yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't just like smash the Monopoly board <laughs> because I never played Monopoly like, and now I don't understand how to like, play God with other damn people. damn it, I wanted Park Place. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you throw the no, board. No, you know what I do is I go, uh, right? everyone is beating me and I go, oh, actually, communism. And I, sn- <laughs> I just fuck the board up and I'm like, <laughs> now it's. Yeah. We're doing communism now. <laughs> no more Monopoly. Yeah, I was never much of a... Yeah, never, I never played board games. Board I didn't game. have anyone around. Chess. I remember that's always was a fun one. We tried to chess. Chess was yeah. a fun one. I remember, chess is cool. Yeah, I still like playing uh, my, uh, you know, chess on my phone. It's probably yeah. one of the three games I have that I'm like, oh, that's like, I think I have Solitaire, Tetris, and chess on my phone as far as games. Those are solid. Solid I mean, three solitaire fucking is games. Simple. Tetris is like a standard yeah. greatest puzzle game ever, probably. And then chess. Yeah, chess is like very mentally stimulating because the limitations of the board mm-hmm. force you into um I don't I don't exactly know how to articulate this, but it kind of like spur sometimes limits and structure spur your creativity yeah. and your like mental processes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and such a fun game. Super easy to get into, and then but it's like there's only diff- so diff- many moves diff- you can start off difficult with. to master. Sure, <laughs> but yeah, um, I kind of was mentioning, uh, you know, it's like oh, investing in you know salt and uh, silver and bullets and stuff like that. Um, so my algorithm on my like you know YouTube or whatever, it like easily sways me in different ways. Like I could watch something about like uh, I think it was something about like everyday carries. Like, oh, what you carry with you every day. Oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then so it got me. Uh, like, constant emotional baggage <laughs> 
in childhood shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see that and I'm like, oh man, I don't have a knife. I should carry a tool. I should do this. Da-da-da-da-da. I should carry a lighter. What if you need it? Da-da-da-da. And then uh, you just get into that shit. And then like uh, a sponsored ad was something about like, um, like, you know, kind of uh, knowing a more natural remedies for things or knowing how like, uh, you know, cooking and stuff like that and more like, you know, herbs and stuff like that yeah. that can be medicine and stuff like that as an ad. I'm like, oh, let me look, look into this. And then I started like reading, you know, not reading, but watching videos on it. I'm like, oh, is that really worth it to be like, oh, how to cook with using like, you know, minimal like um, ingredients and more natural ingredients. I'm like, okay, I like the sound of that more, you know, natural, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, being like, oh, what they used to do, like, you know, pioneers and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm a classic man. I yeah. am. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like see that and then my algorithms quickly turned into prepping like being a prepper yeah yeah, I'm like, yeah yeah huh I don't what if shit happens I got nothing going on oh my god what if my switch stopped working what do I do <laughs> and then storing things and how to do this and I'm like and then I just started watching more and more videos I'm like oh how to survive in a city and how to be was like just the fact that I'm easily distracted by things i went from like watching a video probably on like the new switch games are coming out like but this ad popped up just from past things i've seen to be yeah. like yeah no this is I'm, this can be me the next two hours yeah <laughs> watch prepping videos and what i should do and then realizing i'm like oh man i barely know how to cook <laughs> yeah that, that's a <laughs> tough 35 one. years old i can cook stuff yeah like to eat yeah. But like a meal, let's say if like you wanted to like prepare something for your family or friends or whatever. Yeah. Can you really cook a meal? No. I uh, yeah, me neither. Dude, boil hot dogs, bro. That's <laughs> yeah. the best meal. You boil hot dogs and you have some hot dogs and spaghetti. And you're gonna say thank you? And you're gonna say, Oh my god, Austin, Chef Austin, that was so good. Bon appetit. Bon bon appetit. Uh but you get this spaghetti. And then we're gonna finish it off. With uh, le, le white claw, <laughs> le white claw, le white claw. Hey, but you pour them in a flute because you're fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We ain't drinking this in no can. Yeah. So what you got to do is you cut up the hot dogs and you put them in the spaghetti noodles. Dude, and game then you, changer, <laughs> you dude. Ragu game on it. And you're like, changer, here dude. we go. <laughs> no, come what out you with... do is you go to Little Caesars and you get all their marinara. Oh, that's what you... that's the real stuff, dude. It's from straight from Caesar. Yeah, that's how you know it's legit. <laughs> Italian. <laughs> and you wearing an apron that says kiss the chef on yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, ah oh, man, I'm so anyways, I went from like watching prepping stuff to be like, okay, a skill I need to do is cooking. And something I've been That's talking about. That's a good about. one. I, I'm I'm trying to get into it and then I'm like reading I'm like, okay. I like the idea. I love the shit out of it using cast iron. And to me, yeah. I'm like, okay, this seems super easy because everybody says it's super easy. And then other people say, Well, you can't do this and this and this. You're gonna fuck up the pan. I'm like, I don't Okay, it's just like you want anything that you're going to get into. It's like, hey, this is easy. It's super, the barrier to entry is super easy. And then it's also like, yeah, but, and then they just, a bunch of negatives and stuff. And so well, now I'm all like, I just, I'm it, just. It is, it is so <laughs> many, like anything online kind of comes with so many caveats and mixed messages. The best way I think to learn most things is through doing it with someone. Like if somebody passes down yeah. this information to you, I thought you were going to say fuck around and find out. Yeah, you fuck around, you find, <laughs> find out, out dude. Yeah. All right, yeah. you know, I'll bust through so many cast iron skillets before yeah. I figure out how to not destroy them. <laughs> you just throw them in your trash can. The <laughs> the trash man can't even pick up the yeah, receptacle. So you're heavy, like, dude, it's like, yeah, like, that's cast iron, dog. I got fucked up a bunch. You gotta, of them. you gotta fucking get your weight up, dude. I was trying to cook Riff. hamburgers, fucked them up. I don't know. It, that's a that's a thing. Skills are important. They're also just good for your mental health to yeah. learn how to do things because uh, I think televisions, phones, a lot of passive activity, and you're just kind of watching yeah. shit, and everything is bad, and you don't really know why. Mm. And uh, I don't know. I want to talk about this a little bit. Um, I was going to a friend's house, and it was very nice, dude. Super like we're they're cooking and like, mm -hmm. delicious food, and then we watched. The Golden Bachelor. They're like, hey, come over. Everyone else is coupled up. And the first uh -huh. few times I came, there's like comics. Yeah. And we're riffing. And then I get hyper conscious of like, I know I might upset someone by saying something. Uh -huh. I don't really know <laughs> what is always acceptable, you know, because like sometimes the line, you can push it. 
of yeah. what you can say around people. And yeah, yeah. Depending on, you know, it's about context. What's the context? What's the intent of what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. But um, I actually, right, everyone has always told me this, like, hey, you, you read too much. You're, like, too into geopolitics or conspiracy theories or whatever. You got to just enjoy things. And, I, and I'm watching The Golden Bachelor, and the last few times, I'm starting to get triggered. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get this like feeling of anxiety and disquiet. Yeah. And um it's so strange to me. I don't know, maybe I'm different than other people. I can't You're watch the I'm build different, dude. <laughs> build different. I can't uh like the the reality TV creates this anxiety in me. Mm-hmm. I've realized of like all right, the dating shows, The Golden Bachelor. All right, so it's The Bachelor, but he's old. Yeah, and there's a bunch of old ladies. Okay, and it's very they're very like they're more wholesome, right? Because okay. they're just like they're not like horny. They're just yeah. they want to meet somebody, and it's kind of nice. But then I started to just get this feeling of like one of the ladies missed her daughter's wedding so that she could play in a pickleball tournament. Okay, respect. Respect, dude. <laughs> game recognize game, dude. Oh, you think Michael Jordan went to his daughter's wedding? <laughs> but dude, that triggered me because I was like, dude, when I was growing up, my mom, ki- my mom chose. Uh, I don't know. I want to say that. I don't know. I'm already saying it. Fuck it. My mom basically kicked my brothers out because yeah. she didn't. They didn't get along with her boyfriend. Okay. And we were. They were like we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like that shit, the dating shows trigger me because one of my greatest fears was always like, I was never like comfortable with intimacy and like mm-hmm. having other people, like I was uncomfortable with public displays of affection. Yeah. Having other people like look into that. Um, it's, it's not even like, I think even porn is less invasive in a certain sense, uh-huh. right? Because it's not really, you're pretending to be, you're just fucking, it's, mm-hmm. you're an actor or something. And not that you should watch porn all the time, but like that, uh, the invasiveness of, we're going to watch these people like fall in love or fall out of love. Mm-hmm. And it started to make me really like anxious. I started to feel like sick watching the show. That's like an acceptable show. Yeah. That people watch and they feel nothing about. Yeah. And then I go I go home. I listen to um I, I listen to this guy, Norman Finkelstein, mm-hmm. and he's a study, you know, he's an expert on uh Gaza. And, okay. and it's like that's very disturbing shit what is yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. But it's when I see why what's happening is happening, that is somewhat comforting to me. Mm-hmm. Like even uh it might be like scary to look into it but when i understand all right this is what led to this mm-hmm. as opposed to you know people watch the news but the news just shows you 20 seconds it's an explosion yeah it doesn't say these bad guys did this bad stuff but it doesn't say anything about like who are these bad guys what what happened to the bad guys to make them do this yeah Where, like what are their grievances and and why yeah, and it never gets into that. So you just see chaos, but you don't see any background information mm-hmm. behind the chaos. And so people just kind of go, "Okay, that's horrible. I can't do anything about it." But at least knowing why things happen and why people do whatever they do, yeah, makes me it. It's comforting to me. But people are like, "Oh, you gotta like step back from that stuff. You can't get too involved in it." And to me, it's like I just want to know why things are happening. That that. To me, is you know, a watching normal television now like kind of triggers me. And I don't want to be like I'm triggered, yeah, but yeah. it's like it's upsetting to me to watch the fucking news will give like a blurb to like yeah. some shit because <laughs> it's supposed to be like just quick to keep people engaged to watch the news, and also it's like oh here's enough to like oh you don't need to form an opinion because we just told you here you go Bye. Yeah, move yeah. on to the next thing yeah and then they they go anytime there's a, a tragedy they just go and interview people. Mm-hmm. People just lost a loved one, and they just like shove a camera in their face. It's like, what do they have to say right now? Yeah, they're, you're just watching a human being suffer. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what's going. They're still processing what has happened. Yeah, they don't want to find out. Okay, what is? Why did this terrible thing happen? That's what I would like to know. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, there was some disaster. Why did that fucking disaster happen? I want to know about like okay, like with the main shooter. I don't want to fucking talk to the family. Let them grieve. I want to talk to fucking psychological experts and be like, why do people do this? Mm -hmm. Please explain why this shit 
fucking happens, but the news does not engage with that. Mm. But people passively kind of accept this very like superficial display of like, oh, you know, our hearts go out to them. But it's like, I want to know, look, I, I can't comfort these people at all. I want to know why it's happening. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, modern media doesn't want to tell you why it's happening. It just wants to kind of keep you in this perpetual state of anxiety and fear. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, I, I think it's, I mean, it's bad for my mental health, but that's why I'm able to, like, deep dive. Like, I read, I read fucking Stalin's political biography, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, okay, this is why all that shit in the Soviet Union happened, right? I read a, like I read a book about like the war on the original war on terror. Right, we're getting a second war on terror. Uh, yeah, yeah. This this time it's gonna have this, this is a war on terror too. It has Robert De Niro in it. It's a Godfather two reference. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's I don't know. That's I'm trying to like kind of wrap up this whole rant, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of failing at it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like it's not distressing to me to read about you know, horrible things as long as like there's some kind of explanation mm. for why it happened. Um, I don't know. I'm seeing the, uh, should we talk about this? Should we talk about this? You seen this? You heard about this? Have you, seen, have you seen this folks? Have you heard about this? Yeah. About I don't know. Just the, uh, the propaganda is, I feel is getting very intense mm. for pro war stuff. I know, I know oh, you're yeah. not involved in it. I understand. No, no, no. I, I think yeah, maybe this is also the difference too. It's like, I am not, you know, in my feed, like I just explained, I'm like, I was like, I'm watching Nintendo stuff for, you know, now I'm a, you know, want to be a prepper. Um, where, <laughs> <laughs> just for, that's probably more useful, honestly, than I just, me reading about geopolitics. It's like, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking ambassador. <laughs> just in, yeah. I mean, the world me, probably is going to end. So it, it, my, you got to get ready and then I will be your trusty sidekick. Uh, that's to me. I'm like, oh, I need to learn how to cook. I'm like, oh, I should learn how to fish. And I'm like, oh, my sister's boyfriend fishes. I should go with him. Yeah, so I can yeah. learn how to fish. I'm like, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, he's younger than me. I'm like, hey, Anthony, can you fix my rod? I don't, <laughs> like, I'm a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I'm just like, that's kind of my whole thing. So, like I said, that's my feed. And then if I go on my Twitter, like, feed, it's all, again, just shit that I like. So it's like anime, video games, guitars. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, it's none of, almost none of it is involving the news. Not that I'm like, don't care about it, but it's something I just don't know too much about it. And I'm like, again, too, I'm like, I'm, you know, with a lot of things, I, maybe it's the whole ostrich thing. If you just put your head down and just, oh, whatever. Sure. Yeah. And it's also like, too, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a terrible way. I know that's a terrible way to think like, you know, your silence is right. I, 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 okay. Do, yeah. You know, do you think they care about what some dumb asshole in San Diego cares yeah. like me just like yeah what's so we, <laughs> we put my Zelda down I'm like hmm well what's do I think about this they're gonna be like yeah you know we could pass I'm gonna pass on that guy let's move on yeah <laughs> they're like I d- kind of don't know what you're thinking go that, that is a thing too because what you know I think what you it used to be everyone would watch the same three channels yeah yeah so cable became like there's thousands of channels and now mm-hmm. the algorithm is just kind of feeding whatever you look back into you. Yeah. So then the distance between you and other people becomes greater. Like this this inability to communicate because they are seeing something very different from what you are experiencing. Yeah, and even your or what you are seeing, you know. And even your media that you're uh, like absorbing can also be something from social media. So it's not just even TV anymore. Well, there's so you many can also that- you can also just use you can um, basically social media is also can fun. So George Orwell back in the day was like all art is propaganda, right? Mm-hmm. So anytime anyone and propaganda doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily bad. Like if they got a sign that says "Don't drive drunk," right? Propaganda. Yeah, but it's like a good idea not to drive drunk. But that is technically mm-hmm. propaganda. It's not necessarily political propaganda. It's like safety propaganda. Yeah. Um, but, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Sorry. Um, I'm on this new diet and, uh, fucking just not eating most of the day. Are you like uh, intermittent fasting? Yeah, a little bit. I'm just Mm -hmm. doing it, like taking big gaps in between and my mind starts to space. Um, but yeah, so social media can also kind of be propaganda, right? Like everyone was like, oh, the boomers are sharing propaganda. 
but you can like take a picture of an explosion and you can say, oh, this is from this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is from last night and it's actually from 20 years ago or <clears throat> yeah. from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it is, that is something I do worry about is people's inability to communicate between themselves anymore yeah. because something about modern technology is kind of infantilizing. You know, everyone kind of becomes a child who doesn't want i mean i'm also guilty of this not just me it's mm-hmm. not just everybody it's also me like just not wanting to be uncomfortable yeah you know and sometimes i do force myself out into uncomfortable this is my <laughs> this is a this is a veering thing i i did a breath work class right where people like do like deep breaths and they kind of like hold it and then like they stop you know yeah and it it supposed to release endorphins in your body and i met a woman there and she invited me to a thing She's like, yeah, I'm doing something like this, but it's called Sacred Rage. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I'm angry. I'm a fucking angry, yeah. stupid kid. I mean, stupid man child. <laughs> and I go, and then it's all women and me. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. You invited me to this thing. And then, right, so then then she's doing the class, and she's like, who hurt you? And I was like, oh, shit, this is not mm. supposed to be for me. They're probably, they probably don't want me there. And then we were talking afterwards, and she's like, "Oh, how do you identify? Like, oh, you go, uh, you do identify as a? It's like I have a mustache. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> but it was like she had, it's okay. She yeah. had invited me to this thing that was like predominantly women, and I, I just was like, "Fuck, dude! I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to ruin the girls' night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know it was going to be girls' night. <laughs> yeah. I wanted you guys to do your thing. I was invited. I yeah. did not know it was going to be." <laughs> yeah. You guys, you know, I didn't know yeah, it was yeah. gonna be your thing. That's that's so weird. Why would she do that? It's because like she probably was like everyone get a load of this kind of thing. <laughs> it's like no, because she just figured she would, and then it's probably one of those things where like no men wanted to come. Yeah, and she just like literally said it, said it to me after we met, yeah. and then I went. It was like yeah, I'll try this out. Yeah, and just the most uncomfortable. Yeah, no there's, feeling. There's <clears throat> yeah, when and also just nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. People will invite you to things that are terrible all the time. Yeah, you know. Uh, and sometimes, like, they kind of invite you, and then like not thinking that you're like you'll actually come. And then they're like, "Oh shit, that's cool that you came." Yeah. Or they're like actually like stoked because they're like, "Oh, I have a friend that her and I've hung out off and on for like years." And I think I yeah mentioned that like, "Oh, she liked me at one time," and I was just like a bonehead, never got it. Yeah. This was also a time that I'm like, "Oh, I think she wanted this to be a date," but. And I'm like, okay, the two of us were going to go to like haunted hotel or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that shit. I'm like, really suck. That, that those suck. <laughs> They're like such a waste of money. Anyway, so I we went. And I'm like, okay, let's go do this. And then, but she invited a friend of hers. I'm like, I don't know if she like wanted to make sure that I didn't know it was a date. Then at at, at this point, I'm like, we did the thing and that sucked. Can I go now? Yeah. And she's like, oh, let's go to this bar. I'm like, and I'm like, she's cool, but it's also like, I'm like, okay. She's kind of talking to her friend. I'm like, I'm totally fine with leaving. And then yeah. the fact that I'm like, I, you know, oh, I want you to stay around and see what a good time I'm having, which was like a thing. I'm like, but it was like, maybe she didn't think I was actually going to show up <laughs> or she invited a bunch of people and we were the only two that showed up. And yeah. at that point, I'm like, can you let me go now? I'm yeah. like, I was kind of saying, oh, so we're done. Are we going to? Yeah. And she's like, no, let's go here. I'm like, I could have said like, ah, and then I'm a pussy too because I, did, I, could, I didn't say like, oh, it's late. Yeah. I got to go. Because it's, it's, I don't know. Sometimes uh, I think maybe you had mentioned it maybe off. I was mentioned, you know, complaining about something. You're like, oh, Brian, you're more of a people pleaser. I think you're right. I'm like, I'm trying no, not I'm to like, like that too. Like you just don't want to. Yeah. But I mean, also, so there's one strategy that you can just start walking away from someone. You don't say bye. You just walk away. You know, I want to go do this now because people do that and stand like when I'm doing stand up and after the show, people want to talk and they're rude. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, man, I don't care. Like, like I did. I was just working on some shit at an open mic, mm-hmm. hanging out with the boys on the corner outside the club. And then this chick comes up. And it's like, hey, you guys are really funny. And then she's like, hey, why didn't you stay and support the other comedians? And I was like, uh. <laughs> You know, because they're bad. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like just that thing of like, I'm going to lecture you. 
Yeah. And um, I don't know. I've talked, this is like such a white woman thing. It's like, I have to lecture someone. <laughs> like, I, my call to action, I have to let everyone know how bad they are. Time to scold. <laughs> and it's just like, look, people have their reasons <laughs> for doing whatever they do. Leave them alone. Yeah. Well, right? Just leave them the fuck alone. You don't have to fucking, why? Oh, you know, because her friend did stand up. Yeah. And I, I think he went up at the end and no one was in there. Yeah. And I was like, let me tell you something. Your friend probably ate shit. Yeah. Do you want me to see your friend eat shit? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to watch your friend eat shit? Is that your is that your like most honest desire in your heart? Yeah. Is that I watch your friend humiliate himself yeah. and never come back to stand up. Yeah. There's this thing, uh, it's definitely with bands and being musician. It's like watching. I mean, if, I, if I'm on a book show, I will try to watch other people. Yeah, but an open mic. Okay, it's like, and it's also like this woman is was nice that she watched, but then it's also like, okay, this is not. You know, I don't go to a show and be like, "Hey, man, you got to fucking turn up the snare drum." <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, fucking put, play into the monitor because I don't know anything, and I'm humble enough to be like, "I'm coming to this thing." You fucked up the guitar understand. solo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're off key. Yeah. Well, it's like a thing with bands and maybe it's like for shows and stuff like that. It's like everybody, you know, everybody should watch everybody's set. And it's like, sometimes that's not possible because you're like, I got to show up late because I'm like getting off work. Yeah. I got to bring my shit in. Or it's like, oh, I got to leave early because I have to work, you know, I got work in the morning. Yeah. It's like playing my, uh, and even just in case, my bands, like we always stay till the end because that's when they pay you. Yeah. They don't pay you after you get off and you finish your set. Yeah. They pay you, and they don't pay you at the beginning either, for sure. No. The club pays you at the end. So if you want to get paid, you fucking stay to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've done it before where we played shows, and then the club is like, well, the band's left early, so you can have their portion. And I was like, yes! <laughs> Bonus! That rules. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, those fuckers did, like, left right after they played, so fuck them. You can have their... Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yes, nice. Fuck them. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's also like, you know... You stay till the end, and you're like, okay, you say all the other band sets, and sometimes they're rough. I tell you, oh, geez. <laughs> so these, your earplugs are not enough for this band. <laughs> well, this is the thing, and, and a lot of people, because they don't know like my experiences, but like sometimes I watch somebody and I become angry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is bad. Yeah. Why do you feel the need to subject me to this? Look, I know people probably think I'm bad, but I guarantee mm-hmm. I've made more people laugh than not. And yeah. It's, not it's it's far in my favor yeah people i made like not saying that that's amazing and that i should be given a billion dollars but i kind of feel like i should be given a billion dollars by whoever (laughs) uh for whatever reason um but it's it's like i i have this i know i'm able to perform to at least a level of competency yeah other people are just a lot of people are mentally ill who do stand up there's Mm -hmm. like a and, and bands too i imagine yeah a lot of musicians just mentally ill people but I mean that also serves a function because it's like all right, it's better that this guy has a space. Yeah, it's usually a guy, mm-hmm. right? It's usually. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure there's uh, mentally ill female artists of all types, but you know, stand-up comedy predominantly male, and a lot of them are mentally ill guys. It's way better that we give him this space. Yeah, and I'm thinking about. It. I mean, it makes me mad watching some of them, but I'm also like, well, this is better than him killing himself. Or becoming home, or just doing whatever. Like he has a space, he can just be crazy yeah, yeah. for three to five minutes, and then he doesn't like while out on people. He doesn't lash out. He feels like he's a part of something, mm-hmm. and the, or she or fucking they or them. You know, yeah, they yeah. feel like they're a part of something. And I don't, I don't know. I've, I, I really believe that like just something like that, like a space. It's a space. Anyone can sign up. Mm-hmm. It has prevented probably a shitload of mass shootings. I guarantee you mm-hmm. it's prevented so many. Well, because people, otherwise, people would just go home and fucking stare at a screen and become isolated and paranoid. But yeah. instead, they go and they talk to other crazy people. Some of the other people don't like each other, mm-hmm. but they have a space to just talk. Yeah. And that's like fundamentally important. And I think the less and less people talk to each other, like you used to go to record stores, you don't go to record stores. Record stores are fun. You could talk to somebody, yeah. dude. You could just hang out and talk about music and they'd recommend bands. And now everything has to be online. And it's like, dude, people are going insane. Yeah. You can't just isolate everybody and just have them engage with the world only through a machine. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, to say, I mean, there's good and bad things with like the, you know, online communities and stuff like that. 
Um, like some like close friends of mine, I've never met because oh, it's, really? I've only talked to them through Facebook or, oh. I've, uh, they've talked to me through listening to my, you know, other podcasts and stuff like that. They're like, Oh yeah. You know, da, da, da. and then we've been, you know, messaging back, back and forth. And even some of them I talked through on like zoom and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, that was, I mean, the thing is, I'm like, I'll probably never meet this person, Yeah, <laughs> but they're actually like, you yeah, know, th- that it, is, that is nice. But I the, kinda... the thing is too, it's like, I have, maybe it's different in my regard because I have other outlets. I have a job. I got to fucking, you know, get my balls busted five days a week. And then, uh, you know, get my band and music and stuff like that. So I'm meeting people, but it's like, it's totally right. It's like, uh, to say about music, it's like, oh, it's like, uh, there's something to be like just somebody going and playing music. And even if they suck ass, you don't go up and tell them like, man, you fucking suck. Yeah. You, like you're like, you're still supportive. Like the band, like, um, you know, maybe play, played a, played a show and this band, it's like, um, the guitarist, she just, she had a tuner on her board. She never used it. <laughs> and then the, just butchering a cover of Green Day, Basket Case, <laughs> forgetting the chords and l- lyrics mm-hmm. in the opening verse. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. And then just literally stopping. Was this an open mic or a show? No, it was like a show. And then, but the thing is, at the end, just clap. You still got to clap. That's and because what? that's being supportive. And then for her and the band, they're probably like, hey, it wasn't that bad. But it, everybody knows it's like, it was pretty bad, but it also like doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, because like, so, we move on. You got to move on. Yeah, like it's like Eminem's Eight Mile. Like he freezes uh-huh. and then eventually comes around and makes the other guy freeze. Mm hmm. Right, the other guy walks away mm. with no verse in the end. It doesn't always happen like that. Sometimes yeah. you freeze and then you just go again and you freeze. And you, <laughs> <laughs> every time you do a rap battle, you just freeze and shit your pants. Every and open that's, mic. But, then, but then people will start to like that. That's and then you build an audience. Your shtick. Your shtick is just, you're, not, you're like doing a different thing, dude. You're freezing in the rap battle, and then you just shit your pants. My closers, I wear light gray sweatpants, and then I piss <laughs> myself. And you see this? Here's my closer. People are like, woo! Yeah, yeah you just. <laughs> you go on fucking Kimmel and kill. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I like that. But, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, People are, yeah, not even that people have to be supportive. It was funny. I was same Mike. There's been a weird energy in the air. Uh-huh. Um, my friend is in a horoscope. So it's just like, oh, this is what's happening. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> am I just like a fucking, am I just like a collection of like water and other minerals that just like go with the tides or the stars uh-huh. just with no agency potentially? Um, but we did at the same. I think it was the same mic. One of the guys just d- didn't have a good set, and this just awful looking guy comes out and he's like, "I like watching people bomb." <laughs> and I was just like, "Man, you are." This guy was like, "Look, I don't want to body shame, but I will face shame. Mm-hmm. Bad face, okay. bad face, and just like the way he said it too is so weird. He's it's like, just- "I just like to watch people bomb." <laughs> And it's just like, why do you get to say anything to just, me, you fucking golem? He just you looks f- like fucking Spawn without the fucking mask on. A little bit, yeah. You <laughs> look like a troll, dude. You look like he had some riddles for you. Oh, okay, yeah. He's like, I got these riddles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that that is funny. It's just uh, everyone has this idea of like, oh, this is how you talk to me, and then nobody else gives a shit. So then they're just like, yeah, I get to talk to you. There is yeah something about that with like comics. I think people think that you can just go and just bust their balls all the time like oh if you like say even if you're like was it uh a non-comedian you maybe can go like oh i'm gonna start you know you know like uh when you played at uh with the good bar or whatever uh there's that guy's like you gotta heckle them that's what comics need i'm like no like you can talk to them like they're normal people like like off like say off stage they're probably like yeah you fucking bombed up there you sucked all the dick Uh, it's like okay thanks bro well, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing too: is like if it is a guy saying it to me, there's no rules. Yeah, I can say the most. Like if it's a woman, guess what? This is a societal, th- and women would be like, actually, men are so bad to us all the time. And blah, blah, blah. we, I pull back. If it's a woman heckler, I do. A lot of guys, you can't fully go in on that. If it's a guy heckler, just full on blitzkrieg. You're getting. <laughs> I'm fucking saying everything, dude. I will say things. 
that are banned in other countries <laughs> to you. So if you want to do that, we can do. Especially if you're a white guy, dude. There's no rules. Yeah. Right. I can't get into trouble. <laughs> I can say the worst things about you. You can't do anything. No one's gonna feel bad for you. Yeah. The optics are perfect. So it's usually like some dumb white guys. Like, you're just like, guess what? You were molested, right? You hit him. <laughs> you just say the worst things possible to him. So this is what you're doing with that Mucinex money. You fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Snot a, lot of, a lot of fat guys look like Mucinex man. <laughs> you look like the Mucinex Mucinex man, dude. <laughs> And one time I knew a female comic who was like a lady mucinex man. Mm. Actually, I know a few of those. Mm. I just kind of get like a mucusy vibe from them. Yeah. Which is funny. You know, I used to do cocaine, so I shouldn't be talking, but also just like yeah. very lady, you know, Miss <laughs> Miss Mucus Man. You know, that she's mucus man, but she has a bow, like Miss <laughs> Pac Man. That's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's the same, same game. <laughs> I like that. Just a bow. Just a bow. Uh. <laughs> but for some reason, Miss Pac Man. Smoke show. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> hottest video game character. Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Yeah, until the, until Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I remember, because you can like get a prostitute in one of the Fallout games. Oh, really? But you like you just black out or mm. whatever. But it, one of them is like a, one of those zombies. And you can, and it's like, what? dude, this is like fucking weird. <laughs> Why would you put this in a game? <laughs> Well, also, I mean, but like, they, they don't show anything. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, let's see, even in the like GTA, like Vice City or whatever. And yeah, this where the car is rocking. You're like, hell yeah, I just got sex, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just like in PlayStation 2 graphics, which at the time you thought like, this is movie quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great. And you're like, <laughs> I remember being like 13 or 14. You're like, oh my God, this is sex. This is awesome. There, there are like weird. Oh, here's the thing. I remember reading. There was this old magazine called PCXL about like PC games. Yeah, uh, and but it kind of had like, it was like it was like a pre Reddit kind of feel. They would okay. talk about like they would have like, like they would have like like models on the front like dressed up as video game characters and like sexy suggestive ways, and they kind of just had like a kind of. Uh, mildly chauvinistic uh brand of humor but it's yeah, like yeah. a pc like right so like there are women in it but like it's a bunch of guys jacking off yeah, yeah. 18 hours a day playing doom <laughs> six hours a day yeah <laughs> not sleeping um and they talked about like there's old games on the atari like it's uh oh there's one it's called beat em and eat em. okay and it's like literally atari graphics of just like a guy coming I think he's like coming, and then like you have to like catch his cum with just like a poorly drawn, pixelated lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess they just put this out on the Atari because nobody, like, I don't know how many people bought it, mm -hmm. but <laughs> there wasn't any oversight at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that now they have like a ratings board and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just fucking crazy. You're like, somebody's like, yeah, I could slip this in. Nobody's watching. <laughs> it's also like one who bought it two who made it. <laughs> and then those type of people, they're like, oh, I'm so stoked on this game. And somebody's like, oh, my masterpiece is out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Somebody probably just made it as a joke and then they probably sold, you know, they sold it to yeah. people who probably played at parties. The highest like, bidder. Yeah. $7 sold. Yeah. <laughs> We've come so far. Now there's just like porno games on your phone. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah like, you think so? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you know, Brian. I know that you know that I know. That we that all you, know. That we all know. <laughs> Definitely like those hentai games and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have them on the Switch. I haven't bought them, but I'm just saying. They're out there. Yet. So you should buy a Switch. <laughs> yeah. This is another, ladies, yeah, and really, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. This message is brought to you by uh Nintendo of Las Vegas. Yeah. It's a special subdivision of Nintendo. <laughs> they make sexy games. Ah oh, man. No, Nintendo of Thailand. That yeah, would have been better. Oh shit. <laughs> but hey, uh, we're over an hour. Let's uh, bring bring in the uh, Yep, let's finish it off. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Off the Rails. I am Austin Train. You can follow me on Instagram and X if you dare. Mm -hmm. Halloween will be over by the time you listen to this. I just forgot that before I started that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you had a good thing. Yeah. You know, uh, and you can follow Halloween. Brian into the haunted hotel. Mm. And then talk to your friend all night and ignore him. <laughs> Third wheel him. Third wheel. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
All right. Thank you, guys. See you. Bye.